Good evening. It is Monday. That means it must be time for ModCons. It must do. It must mean it's time. Um, this evening, the usual reprobates join us. It is Mr. Triangle Face Tim. Hello. And Mr. Blunners. Hello, everyone. And how are we doing, good sirs? Are we all good? Yeah, very all good. good. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. The you know the British <laughs> summer weather has finally arrived. Um, it, it appears oh, yeah. to be sunny and warm. <laughs> Who knew? We only had to wait until, you know, 7th of August to get it, but never mind. Never mind. Um, excellent. So uh, welcome everyone in the chat. You are most welcome here on this fine Monday evening or as Phantom Fiction is in the afternoon. So we have got Mr. Taylor. We have got uh, Mag in the chat. We have got Rager in the chat. Mr. Rager, how are you, sir? I genuinely hope your move went well. Um Mr. Dorber, hello Dorbs. Also hoping that his uh, move went well. Phantom Fiction, wonderful to see you, good sir. Gold Tooth is here. Um, we have got uh, a lot of cool people in the chat there, so thank you so much for tuning in live. Um, so we have got a variety of uh, topics to get through this evening, so we shall get crack a lack a lack in. Um, as always, though, if people have questions or things to do with anything that we've got going on, please do chuck them in the chat. Um, we will get to them at the end. So to boot us all off, as we normally will do, we will run with what are you playing? So let's start with Mr. Tim. Good, sir. What are you playing? Am I playing? So I have just finished playing through Spider-Man Miles Morales. Beautiful. So I just got to the end of that. I wanted to make sure I finished that before the next one comes out. Um, and yeah, it's it was an excellent game. Really, really happy with it. Um, I think I did everything. One hundred percent did it. Something I did. All, I don't know if I got all the achievements and trophies, but um, I did all of the side quests and all the little bonus bits. And there's like an extra little bit you can do after the um, mm -hmm. end of the game. There's new game plus and other stuff, but I feel like I've done enough of the game now. I'm happy to sort of put that chapter of it all to a close. And now I'm ready for Spider-Man Two in October. I think is that what it's yeah. called? So, yeah, yeah. So in. ready ready for two in October. I'm looking forward to it. There's some really good bits in both those games. I hope that two offers enough like new things, mm -hmm. but I think the lot that works really well in the first game, the Miles Morales game needs to stay. Like I think they need to make sure they change the right things and just add improvements rather than sort of just change for the sake of change. Um, yeah. Yep. See what they do with it. But yeah, the story, the story driven stuff is excellent. Like I'm all on board for like the Venom story now and things like that. Yep. Like Venom is always my favorite story in like the the comics and the cartoon and stuff um, i wouldn't say like venom's my favorite character but the venom story arc was mm. always really cool i really liked how it went from like you know being on spider-man and him having to get rid of it and then going to an enemy and you know i think they're going to change up who venom is and all that sort of stuff but the concept of the character is still going to be there i think so yeah looking forward to that so i'm going to be starting something new so i've been having like in my library trying to pick something else out um, i'm actually trying to wrap up um alwa's awakening on the evercade yep um, very, very close to the end. I got really stuck, and uh, we we're in the admin chat. And I said to Ryan, because uh, he's finished it, it's like I'm just really stuck. I'm doing. I said, oh, you know, you need to fall through some spikes and some of the. So some of the areas with the spikes, you can actually you can actually fall through them, and it's like a yep. trip. Now I've seen that I've managed to get a bit further now, so I think I'm really close to the end. Um, so I'm going to try and persevere and finish that before I start anything new. Um, but I was looking at my PlayStation library, and I've got a whole bunch of really good games, like stuff I've got from my PlayStation Plus freebies uh, and stuff that i've not touched so i've got, I've got a huge backlog of yep. games so i thought i would um 
Yeah, have a browse. Tempted by Alan Wake remastered because that was free last month, oh, I think. Dude, I'm like, yeah, I, I do like my survival <sighs> horror. And I've never played it, so I might see it delve really, into that as my next one. It's really, really good. Really, really good. They've done a great job remastering it to the point where uh, it it still looks like a like a 360 game, but it it sort of doesn't. In fact, it probably looks more like a PS4 game now. You know, it, it the mm-hmm. the re reskinning of it they did was really, really excellent. Without remaking it um and it plays so much slicker as well not that it didn't play slick on the 360 but you go back and play some of those older 360 games now um and then you play something similar on a ps4 or ps5 and just the gameplay is just so much smoother now um yeah well see loads of love for alan wake in the chat there mag and rega so yeah you've just yeah I, i would highly recommend it Highly recommend. The, I, the, I, the other I, thing I've been doing quite a bit of lately is um actually arcade because that came to the xbox and i picked that up um so i've been playing that and they had they added uh, mdk so i've been playing a bit of mdk as well nice um, the, the nice thing about answering arcade because it's on the xbox it is you could do save states and everything it's very good just to pick up and play and do a little bit and then save it and then move on so if i've got like a small window where i can play something like sometimes i'll play for a little bit while i'm waiting for dinner to cook or something like that because i'm not going to sit down and play for hours um answering arcade is really good for that little yeah. quick game when you've got, got a small windows so yeah mdk is my uh and stream game at the moment splendid you've got loads on the go tim loads on the go got, got the amiga mini as well so <laughs> got to, loads of stuff go start playing that so um yeah too many games i'm going at once i need to pick a campaign and stick with it so perhaps alan mm. wake go with it. alan wake i'd highly go with that although just before we delve into what blunders is in unpopular opinion alan and alan well alan wake is uh i really don't like him as a as a dude i think he's a oh, bell okay. end He's yeah. <laughs> an absolutely dislikable bell end, um, but the but the game and the story and him being a bit of a bell end, it kind of works. Um, but right. yeah, he's yeah. He, he's just a bit of a dick, <laughs> if I'm honest. But great game, hundred percent great game. Um, yeah. Mister Blunners, what have you been uh, playing, good sir? Well, I've just pretty much finished um, Pikmin Four, but um, so but there's just one. I'm just at a minute. Um, it's like this like bit of like bit right at the end, it's like new game plus kind of bit. But it's like it's kind of like you're having to be like you're you're in a time limit and you're having to collect and get everything back in. And you're then having to then try and micromanage and like get people to certain areas and oh, I was doing my editing, it took me an hour. So there's ten levels like at mm-hmm. last bit and I'm on the fourth. And um yeah, it's like it's ridiculously hard. But yeah, so um I played all through the main campaign. It was quite good because then right at the end, it like it then takes you to the guy that you've been saving. You then can do his story. So you then right. can then as him completely different, and you have like fifteen days. So it's like fifteen goes each day to like collect and find all these spaceship parts. So you're then going back through as him. So it's it, that was quite because I thought oh about twenty hours. I thought oh, I've done it, and then and then all of a sudden bang. So there's another ten fifteen hours I've just chucked back on top of you. And then mm-hmm. this last was even harder. So, so no, that's quite. Um, that was quite even. And I'm also um, still playing Tears of the Kingdom. I've, I'm just going down into the depths and doing everything that's in the depths areas, which is basically the same as your map that you've got above you, but underground. And I'm gonna do all that before I then go and take on Ganon in the in the main. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to still trying to get all my hearts up, get the gear all ferried up. So I'm. Not a complete weed when I go and take on Ganon, but there's, <laughs> there's, 
I do know that there's two types. There's a Ganon down in the depths, and there's also obviously the main boss at the end. But yeah, yeah so um, they're the ones I'm playing at the minute. But Tears of the King, and then I've got I've got God of War Ragnarok as well. I'm still trying to finish off as well. But um, oh, that'll be that's my next game that I'll start playing. Mm-hmm. I think. But yeah, all lined up, ready to play. Exciting, exciting times in the Blunners household as well, man. Uh, I have been still on Final Fantasy 16. Uh, not much has changed since our last mod cons, if I'm honest. Um, I think I am in, where am I at? I think I'm at 65, 68 hours now. So I'm not a million miles further forward than where I was in the first hit. Um, still enjoying it. Still kind of cool. Like I said, I'm on a real medieval kick right now. So that is absolutely ticking a box. Um, I still think it looks fantastic. I it's not my favorite battle system. Um, I think by about the 60 hour mark, I'm kind of a little bit fed up with this battle system. Um, but the story is really top tier. So that's kind of what's keeping me going with it. Um, and I love the switch up from summons to being able to actually transform into the summon at certain points in battles and that kind of stuff. So that, 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 that's really cool. Um, I've managed to play quite a lot of Sonic Origins Plus now as well. I don't know if I had in the last one. I think I definitely had it in the last one. Um, but I've managed to do uh, Sonic 1, 2, 3 and Knuckles, and I'm partway through Sonic CD, which is a first proper play for me because I'd never had a Mega CD. I think it's on the Sonic Gems collection, possibly on the PS2, mm-hmm. but yeah. again, not something I ever really got to. Um, so to be able to play Sonic CD is great. Um, it's very I can't see why it needed to be on a disc unless there's something mega that sort of changes itself it, it feels like Sonic 3 to me as somebody that has got all like pretty much all the Sonic games I've got like multiple iterations of them so I've got the original Mega Drive cartridges I too didn't have Mega CD but I've got Sonic CD and other formats like there's compilations and then emulators as well is it worth it to get Sonic um collection now if i've already got all the other ones is there much reason to get it if i've got multiple versions of it and i played through it multiple times there's there's some cool modes on this sonic origins plus um maybe when we get tess on i think tess is going to be on in a couple of weeks time she is mad into sonic and she's really good at sonic as well um so i watch a lot of her stuff that she puts on youtube where she does like boss mode and boss rush battles and stuff where you can kind of okay. play through yeah. all the bosses in the games all the games kind uh, of okay right? That sounds um, cool, yeah. So it does offer a few things different if you're yeah. a returning fan. Okay. Definitely. Yeah, I kind of overlooked it because I was like, well, I've already played through all those games multiple times, like especially Sonic 3 and Knuckles. That's one of my favourite Mega Drive games, and I've played through it um, loads of different ways. So mm-hmm. I did always like getting like the hyper animal so you can get like Super Sonic, but you can work like Super Tails and Super Knuckles yeah. on the combined ones. So that was always like you know, getting every single Chaos Emerald and stuff. And um, yeah, I feel like I might have played them to death a bit. So I'm not sure if it was worth looking into it but yeah no piqued my interest there with like boss rushes and stuff i it is i think it's worth it i think it's kind of worth it um yes ian i did i've been really slack at replying to lots of people i'm so so sorry dude i'm yeah it's been a it's been a very odd couple of weeks for me um i'll message you about it all um not sure how i feel about that movie by the way um exorcist believer that is um also seeing just the first tangent of the evening jesus wept the seeing the news that William Freakin had died like that's that's genuinely upset me that has he was um the director of The Exorcist and he's directed a whole bunch of other really good movies won an Oscar for French Connection um yeah really sad really sad 
let's transition from the sadness though, because otherwise I'll get get a bit too emotional over that. And then me and Ian will just go off on a love affair for the Exorcist as well in the chat. So, um, yeah, I would recommend it if you if you've got you've got your PS5, haven't you? So uh-huh. yeah, pick pick yeah. It up for that. You can pick it up for Switch if you want it portable as well. Mm. Um, yeah, not bad. Sure. There's some really cool. Um, cutscenes that they've added that are like anime style so it kind of strings sonic one two knuckle sonic and knuckles all this kind of strings it together with like a little animation story as well which is really sweet it's a great package really good um what else have i been playing ah given the 3ds a little bit of love uh, i managed to get a really good deal on marketplace uh for this particular game which i have on the ds um, but really wanted to get the 3DS one because it's got an extra game on it, and that is Mario and Luigi Bowser Inside Story, and then the Bowser Junior's love Journey, it, which I've not played. Well, I absolutely not, love it. Oh. I've not played Junior Journey, but I have done um, Bowser Inside Story, so I'm doing that again first because I really like that. I love the little intuitive um, controls of controlling Mario and Luigi, and it, it, it's great. It's really, really cool. It looks yeah, great on the 3DS it. as well. Funny uh, wrong, right? played it. If you get a chance, I knew, if you're doing a bit of a DS kick, um, see if you can get hold of The World Ends With You. That is my favourite DS game. You like, have said this before. It's... Really, it's a very good story, really good like fighting system. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, like, it's got a really good soundtrack as well. There's just lots to love about that game. It's really good. That uh, yeah. definitely was my favourite DS game. I've done a couple of playthroughs. Um, yeah, so if you ever get a couple of that, I'd highly recommend it. I shall have a look. You, you have like a uh, during the battles, you'll have like the, your stylus and the touch screen at the bottom, and on the top screen, you can uh, control the buttons, and you can leave it so it automatically plays. But if you can kind of try and concentrate on two screens at once and battle at the same time, you can build up like synchronization and then do like special moves and things. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just just a fun game. It's got a good little leveling up system using badges and stuff. And yeah, it's excellent. Quite, uh, quite a fun game. Mister Blunners, you were going to jump in on Mario Luigi there. No, I'm just saying, such a oh, I love them games. We got the other the other ones as well. Super, Superstar um, Saga, Bowser I Story. Don't, I don't have Superstar Saga. I don't have the Dream oh, Team either. And they're, um, yeah, Dream Team. Yeah, they're just really well written as well. They're quite funny. The little yeah. like, quips at them, but it's just getting the timing right of, and then knowing yes. what weapons and what to use and. Yeah, it's cool. Um, it's good fun. Commando Dogs don't like it because it's uh, it is turn based. Uh, on there, I would say that um, for World Ends With You, it's not turn-based because it is, you have to do stuff with stylus and tap screen stuff, but the battles are random encounters. You'll be walking around and it'll suddenly go, actually, no, it's not. Technically, it's not. It's like you do a scan and the screen will fill up and you have to like tap the enemies you want to fight. So you choose to go into the battles. So it's not. Mm. So actually, yeah, it might not put off the whoops. Who knows? You might actually like we'll have that. have to one. see. I'm determined to find a turn-based game that Dorbs is going to like. I, I personally think he would like South Park Stick of Truth. I I genuinely believe he yes. doesn't like RPGs with term. It's so good. And I genuinely think Dorbs would appreciate the, the humor that they put into the turn based battle system. So if you want to see Dorbs play Stick of Truth, let us know. We'll see if we can put together a little series of Dorbs playing a turn based RPG style game, but a South Park one. See how he see how he gets on with it. I'm just thinking actually everything that might put off Dorbs from World Ends with you. There's quite there's not a lot of cutscenes, there's a lot of dialogue, which I think you can class as a cutscene. So when the characters start talking, there's quite a lot of back and forth and t- like so he'll probably just skip through everything and, and mm. not have any clue what's going on. One of the things I like about the game is it's quite story driven. So yeah. Um, I think Dorbs likes to get straight into the action. 
and not worry about any cutscenes. So does. don't know. Does it pass the Dorbs test? I don't know. The Dorbs test. That's going to be a new test. feature. The new feature will be the, <laughs> the Dorbs test. test. Does it? Does it have Dorbs test? Does it have how many cutscenes? Yeah. How many dwarves? We've got skippable cutscenes. Is there no random encounters? No turn-based combat. How many dwarves? Five I give it one dwarves, two dwarves. Oh, mate, dwarves! I hope you're up for this, mate, because this is going to become a thing. Hundred percent going to become a thing. Um, okie dokie. So let's go to the first topic of this evening, and that is uh sony have announced the current playstation 5 sales um now i must admit i was a little bit shocked at this i thought it was going to be a lot less for some reason i don't know why i thought it'd be less maybe because it's it's this whole you know people still kind of go on about the fact that the pandemic is hindering things but you know life is starting to catch up now quite quickly um so i think as of where when we're chatting now the uh, PS5 has sold 40 million consoles. Um, and from what I could find online, around this sort of time um, with the PS4's life cycle, the PS4 was only 2 million ahead of it. Mm. And I think that's pretty good going, considering that you couldn't get them for love nor money when they came out, um, maybe even for like a good year, possibly even 18 months after they came out. Yeah. It was just... It was so hard to get hold of them. You know, do you remember those days when CEX were charging like £700 for a PS5 and, um, you know, some silly buggers were paying it? So, you know, for them to be shifting, you know, 40 million units, I think I think that's pretty good going. I, yeah. I think really they could have done more than that um, if they'd managed to sort of get more out because clearly the demand was there if they were selling secondhand for 700 like mm-hmm. they just weren't touching the shelves. They, so, yeah, they would have done a lot yeah, more. Did, uh, they, they could have, yeah. There was COVID. definitely interest. Yeah. Without I think those numbers could have been There's also a bit of rumours about, is it next year, that they might bring out the PS5 Pro? They're going to be smaller, bigger, but I've heard there's rumours in the uh, grapevine about the PS5 Pro at some point, which for me, I think that's a bit too early still. Um, it Obviously, yeah. you would like to see it, slimmed down version really of what one we've got at the minute but... <laughs> the behemoth that is the ps5 yeah. the, the, the monolith thing, that stands in the corner i've only fairly recently picked up my ps5 and i am loving it it's really good i still just don't like how it looks i just why can't it just be <laughs> a black box like the play the, the design of like the the other all the other playstations have been fine but it's just a weird shape i just just can't get behind it it just looks weird um, I don't know what they. Were, I don't know why they designed it. Yeah. What they were going for? Like, can it just be like a box that looks like a DVD mm-hmm. player? That's all. <laughs> I kind of want it to look like. Just looks. Yeah, odd. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. It is a bit squiffy. Um, I'm just looking at sales for Xbox Series X, Series S, mm-hmm. um, and let's have a look. I can't see anything that is can the most up to date. Ah, oh, two days ago, apparently. I reckon. Go on and hit us, Blunders. What's your guess? Oh, I think I've lost Blunders. Blunders, what's your guess? Is it 15 mil? I'm back. I'm back. Ah, 15 mil. Okay. About okay. 15. That was conservative. Sorry, my internet's playing. Out, yeah. That's all good, buddy. Um, conservative. I think from this, and someone in the chat tell me if I'm wrong, um, the 
Series X stroke Series S have sold 22.3 million units. Um, and that does shock me. I thought they would have sold more. I don't know why. No idea why. I just, for some reason, thought they might have sold more because you, you could get Xboxes. Um, and they've got two versions as well. They've got two versions out. You've got your yeah. Not but the... is that both? Is that both versions, or is that just the one? I'm I'm presuming it's both versions. Um, Mag will probably know. He's um, he he's pretty good with the Xbox knowledge. So Mag, if you know, can you tell us if that is Series X and S? Because if it well, is, they're split obviously... between two consoles, aren't they? Yeah, which mm. one is which again? So is X the one that looks like a mini fridge and S yes. is like the, yeah. the one that looks like a speaker? Correct. Yeah. So mm. I think um I had quite like to get an F if I got one, I think I prefer to pay the extra and get the X just because yeah, the it X can take any any C D, right? It can take Xbox original, Xbox three sixty, Xbox One. Yeah. It plays anything, doesn't it? So it does. I think it's great because you can get yeah, three sixty games pretty cheap in some ways. Well I'd love to like, you know, to go back for a back catalogue and picking up loads of cheap xbox 360 games it was kind of ironic yeah. to spend like 450 quid on a console to play cheap you know one pound games but um it is convenient to just be play able to play all of them on one system i like i'd like that it's the, the thing that i find odd with the, with the idea that they haven't sold as many as a ps5 is is purely because the ps5 has a price point um mm. and that price point is high and you can't you can play ps4 games on it but you can't play ps3 ps2 ps1 um, it's got pretty much no real backwards compatibility. Um, yet the Series X, like you just said, Tim, that plays 360 games and it will play a huge library of the Xbox original games. Um, and if you've got a 4K TV um, and you want your old Xbox games to play on original hardware, um, as originals, you can get it, all right? So your Xbox Series X, I'd imagine, is upscaling the, the shit out of it. But... If you really wanted to play it, it on an Xbox, yeah, exactly. It downloads a little patch. You can put it on. You could stream with it. Like I would have thought the Series mm. X would have been the console that everybody just bent over for because it's it's it sounds amazing. Do I own one? No, but we've, we've had this discussion a few times. I really do want one. There's a whole bunch of games that are going to potentially push me into the idea of getting one. Um, and I didn't realize quite how much backwards compatibility um, was, was important to me until... I saw the Series X do it, and then I thought, oh, do you know what? I really am bummed that the PS5 doesn't play PS3 games and PS2 games because that would just be... I mean, that would have been top-tier fan service. Um, but yeah, that that's a really good point that Mag says so that Xbox was, doesn't sell yeah, well in Japan. Japan, which it doesn't. But it is a really good... It was harder for me to get a Xbox day one than what it was to get a PS5. I had three mm. turn-up PS5s. Because I just pre-ordered them three different places, but mm -hmm. yet I could barely get—I barely got my one Xbox, barely got it, and it was lucky that it turned up. But it—I it, um, really like it. It's a really good—it's a really good um, bit of kit, really. It's just mm -hmm. thing, the only thing that lets it down is when you hold a PS5 controller and then you hold an PS an Xbox controller. I still like the feel of an Xbox controller, but you do feel that. Um, compared to the ps5 on they, that's something they've got to keep an eye on what their competitors are doing and thinking right shit what can what can we do yeah that that ps5 yeah max even says yeah the ps5 controller is outstanding it is 
yeah, absolutely outstanding. Um, getting that little Astro game free with your Xbox to just sort yeah. of demo what that controller oh, can do, really and you are like, yeah, this is this isn't well, it is a controller, of course it is. But, you know, it's a bit MNS now, isn't it? It's like this isn't just a games controller. This uh, it's simple <laughs> things like the the resistance in the triggers. I know that doesn't it doesn't pull you into the game like they sell it. Like you know, you oh, you could when you pull the bow in um, Horizon, you'll feel the tension of the bow. It's like no, you don't. It's just it's just resisting you a little bit. But it's little things like that that make it really cool. Does it make you f- like you know feel that you're there? No, of course not. But it just adds an extra level of something to the game, which is which is really quite quite cool. Um, but yeah, I thought I was I thought I was quite shocked with those PS5 sales. Forty million consoles—that's pretty good. Um, is it going to catch up to the PS2? Which, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Blunners, one hundred and fifty-eight million units worldwide. Um, it's not going to catch up to that, is it? It's just. No, it's impossible. I quite some going I think that that 158 million PS2 era is just that that's just never going to happen again. I really don't think. Um, and again, Blunners, I think you gave me this figure earlier, so correct me if I'm wrong. The DS came close with 154 million. Um, yeah, and that is that is a good go. That's a good run. That's four million off. If Nintendo had just thought about it, they could have. They could have pipped that, maybe, maybe. Yeah, but that, but that is made up of like, like how many different DSs is, is there? Do you know what I mean? I think yeah. I've got, whereas the um, I think the PS2 there was just a slim. And yeah, the, the, in the original. The original. Mm. Intriguing but, though. As I said, it was close. <clears throat> yeah, close, but no cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Not that I'm going to go on another tangent, but I'll tell you after. I actually found the meaning of that phrase the other day. It was genuinely funny. Um, <laughs> Okie dokie. So, yes, PS5 sales. That's uh, That was our first, first topic. So let's jump into topic numero zwei. And that is uh, the always rumoured uh, new Nintendo Switch of some sort. So for ages, people have been saying, oh, Nintendo going to bring out a 4K Switch. It's going to do this. It's going to do that. And then we got the four, uh, 4K. We got the Switch OLED, which is still pretty cool. It's still great if you play a Switch handheld. Um, it is the one to go for, I would say. I know, Blunders, you sold your old uh, OG Switch to, to upgrade to the, to the OLED one. Um, but we're now hearing yeah. through the... Uh, the internet rumors that Nintendo are going to be launching their brand new console next year. So am I right in thinking that's late 24? That's the, the sort of potential yeah. release window that, I, that I'd read? Well, that's the I read, but I think I've then read another one now saying it could be early 24. So, you, But you wouldn't mm. expect that because obviously you've got Christmas coming up. You've got yeah. the Christmas games that are going to come up. So yeah, I can't see how... They would bring it out early 24. So, no, I, I think it would be not for this Christmas, but they'd probably target next Christmas. How do we feel about that? Like a new Nintendo console? I mean, I, again, yeah, uh, yeah, go for it, Blunders. So I'll, I'll get to my, my thoughts on it. Oh, yeah. So when you look into it, yeah, it's running on 2016 hardware. So it's running in 2016, so that's a long time ago. Um, for me personally... 
it needs it does need that oomph to try and keep up with the, the likes of your PS5 and your Xboxes. Does it need it? Not really, but it's oh Easter, okay. So yeah, say it would be Easter, but like you're looking at the I'm just reading here they're saying it would be an L C D display. Um that would be the one main thing is the internal memory that come with it is is just pap, isn't it? So they're looking at five hundred and twelve gigabytes with each one. Um they're saying that your accounts will transfer over instantly, which to be fair, they should have been doing this for years. So you won't have the likes of like, oh wait, the Nintendo Wii shops just closing down and i'm losing all the games i've bought yeah but, um and it says here that the um the ubisoft ceo has hinted of the existence of it while discussing sales for the switch uh, marion rabbit sequel so mm-hmm. it's it's late yeah, it says it's slated for early 24 so i feel it needs something because you run look, because of the hardware it's still running on i think it's it's now it's now the sale numbers have just come out and it's just under 130 so it's 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 in that it's in that gap. So see, there's the new sale units have come out. So it is still selling really well. So Nintendo are in that part. Do we need to fuck up the system when we're nearly at like we're nearly catching the DS, or mm. do we now upgrade? That was why I think they won't change the name, or will they bring it under the whole? Oh, we're still going to call it a Switch umbrella. This will be like the new, like they could say, like the Switch Pro. So. Uh, it's one of them it's difficult isn't it because nintendo have got a really good track history with making consoles and games that people fall in love with um but they also have a history of really missing the mark um with their systems um so you know the gamecube as wonderful as it is and as brilliant as all of us remember it wasn't a ps2 and it wasn't an xbox um you know the the wii u was just a complete disaster um and it's a great console though oh it's amazing really good i like i really like the wii u but i think they failed at marketing people didn't know what it was they thought it was a new controller not a new console so yeah and i think calling it a wii U was a bad mm-hmm. idea because people thought, yeah. oh, well, I've already got a Wii, I don't need a Wii U. Um, so I think if they're bringing out a new, I mean, this is this is essentially going to be their new console, right? Um, that the Switch came out, did you say 2016, Blunders? Yeah, it's yeah, 2016. So it, it, it's quite old it's already, I guess. The um, the, the the life cycle of a console used to be six years um but you know you could you could never wait for that new console could you you could just couldn't wait for the super nintendo the nintendo 64 you just couldn't wait but it doesn't feel like the switch is that old but you know if that's it, what it, came it really out, doesn't it doesn't doesn't feel like an older console like no. i'm not there going oh when's it i don't feel like i'm waiting for a nintendo console to come out um and the switch is a very good console uh, obviously, it's offering something different to the PS5, the Xbox, but it's the fact that it's a handheld as well. Mm-hmm. I think it's really, and the thing that Nintendo have over all the other um, console releases is they've got their own um, IPs. They've got your Mario's, your Pokemon games, your Zelda games. Like no one else mm-hmm. is releasing those games. They've got so many exclusives. So that's the thing they're going to get people in on. If they bring out a new console and the new console comes with a new Mario Kart, a new Super Smash Brothers, a new Zelda. 
you're going to jump on that. You know, I think yeah, it's true. Whatever it is, I think. But what Maybe would you want it have... to be? Would you want it? Would you want a Switch Two, or would you want something completely different? I I don't think we've achieved everything that we need from the Switch yet. You know, we've only we've only just stopped making 3ds's you know there is there is a handheld market and nintendo always fill it they always fill it whether you've got the game boy game boy advance game boy sp um ds 3ds like it, get nintendo are almost synonymous with handheld devices and eliminating a handheld device now i think would be you know not a good idea um so I guess in a weird way, yes, I would I would want just a new beefed up switch. Um but then you're gonna want to shift those units, aren't you? If you're if you're doing it because you need um you you want to keep up with current tech, you want to be able to compete with the PS5 and the Series X, then I I personally would just bring out a new console. Just just put all your eggs in one basket, new console excuse me and maybe think about a new handheld or keep the switch going but just discontinue the switch and make switch lights um and have like a have like a fourth revision have a, a switch light oled where you've just got it's just a handheld oled screen um you can't dock it or anything like that so you could still that could still be your handheld market because you could just keep re-releasing wii u games you could keep making the odd um you know, first party Switch game. There's loads of games probably on PS3 as well that just would love to be rebranded and remarketed that people would lap up and just go for broke on a totally new system. Um, what I think they would, be, uh, would absolutely kill it is if they could come out with um, something akin to, I know there is Nintendo Online, but it feels like the library is very limited. If they could bring out a console that came with a library of all their old systems, if you could get a library of Wii games, Wii U games, they like they could get something that could run all those games. I think that would be a huge selling point. If you could just yeah. you know, jump on, pay a monthly fee, and pay a back catalogue of Wii and Wii U. I think though, oh, that's what they're kind of trying to do at the minute because they're slowly mm. introducing. They've just introduced Game Boy Advance. Um, they charge peanuts for it compared to the others because it isn't on their on their level. But I think Nate's. I was saying, I think Nate's here. Here is it. It'll be hard. To go back to a stationary Nintendo console because, like you yeah, said, they have spoiled us. But when you've got something, and where have I been got it to hand? But when you've got something like the Steam Deck, which mm. is a beast yeah. and as powerful, hello, why are we mm. not? I, I personally, I don't think they're ready to change the name of it yet because of how well it's going and how well, like you say, not bringing out a whole new console. I think it will just be. It will still have that switch name in there because it, like you said, like they tried doing it with the Wii U, but they didn't promote it properly enough. Mm. But um, like, well, like you're saying, this is Nintendo; they do what the fuck they want. They'll just bring out something. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're all saying this for all we know. Yeah. It's completely random. When you that's look it, at the, jump do... to the Wii with the Wii remote, that's mm. just night and day from the GameCube, isn't it? Mm. Things like, if you look at everything they've done, there's been a few flops. The things have yeah. not gone their way. But they've had other stuff that's absolutely smashed it. So it feels like they've got the freedom to experiment a little bit and take risks. Like they'll take a punt on something and it won't work out. And then the next thing they do, like smashes it out of the park. 
So, like you mentioned, the GameCube, like GameCube sales were not as good as PlayStation or N64, but didn't they actually make more money because they were so cheap to make? Like the GameCube was so cheap to make, they actually made a bigger profit than the others com- like combined, even though their sales numbers weren't as good. Because it's possible. They, so they made a lot of money on that. Um, and then things like the Virtual Boy, Wii U, some of those things flopped. But then they bring out something like Pokemon Go, which made like millions in the first weekend. So yeah. I think, yeah, I, I'm always interested to see what Nintendo do because mm-hmm. they always do something a bit different. They're not, it feels like they're the alternative, not the competition. Yes. And yeah. I'll always be on board with Nintendo stuff, I think, because they've yep. um, delivered the goods enough that I've got you know high expectations what they do next. Mm-hmm. Personally, I prefer something new, not a Switch 2, but if I get a Switch 2, I'm sure that'd be good. But one thing, you know, one thing I really like is something that's got a good like light gun solution. They could have something where you could play a good like like the Wii and the Switch can actually do it. I think there's a handful of like on rail shooters on the Wii, which are great. Like it has like the House of the Dead stuff. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel there's enough. I feel there's a market that could do a heck of a lot more like arcade mm-hmm. shooters. I'd like to see a lot more of that. Um, you never know; they might delve into the VR options as well. Will we get a VR um, option from Nintendo? Because it doesn't look like Microsoft really. All you've got with Nintendo it. is Labo, haven't you? That VR Labo, and you could yeah, do Mario. Yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, you can yeah, do Mario. So but obviously, never played it. Don't really know no. what the, the deal is, but will they uh, delve into VR? It feels like a bit of a late point to be jumping on VR. So perhaps you not, can, but... I just, I just think you can't at this point. Like PlayStation VR and um, Oculus, it's like yeah, you just there's just no point, no point for me. I don't think um, doing no. something different, like. Microsoft's augmented reality thing that was meant to come out was it my Xbox Glass or something? You know that looked yeah. incredible, and mm. just where is it? Like, is it a thing? I don't know. Like, if it is, then it's the best kept secret I've ever seen. Um, but you know, maybe augmented reality would be kind of cool because Nintendo did that with the 3DS and that worked really well. Um, yeah, they could do something. I, I do agree that, that um, the, the VR HoloLens that was market is, is yeah it, I, I do agree yeah. that it's a bit late to be there and the thing as well with VR stuff at this point it needs to be very high spec to compete and I think Nintendo tend to go for like lower spec and a more affordable price point I don't think if they brought out like an affordable VR headset it would actually do that well I think people that are interested in VR are happy to pay a higher price point to get good quality agree yep so Completely I don't agreed. think that's the real game yep um and yeah, I kind of agree with what Nate's saying there about Nintendo always being a secondary console to Xbox, PC, PS. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily call it secondary. Um, it's just I think, like Tim said or Blunner said, it was it's it's the alternative. You've always got your P- you've always got your Xbox and your Playstations competing for your money, and then you've just got like Nintendo that just kind of, you know, Nintendo is like the Keanu Reeves of the hollywood world it just manages to weave its way through the universe still keeps going it's still really cool it's still very well thought of it just doesn't get involved in the bullshit quite so much it has its own bullshit um but that's a, it, it, it feels that's like each generation you're like oh do i get an xbox or a playstation it's not like do i get an xbox playstation or a, or a nintendo because you tend to get like an xbox or a playstation and the nintendo <laughs> so nintendo still seems to like get in there yeah yeah, I know most people have either got a PlayStation and a Switch or an Xbox and a Switch, or, or you have all three. Um, yeah. But ultimately, yeah, I completely agree with that, Tim, totally. 
So yeah, switch to rumors. So there, there is definitely something which is going to be appearing, I think, as Mag says, in Easter. So Easter will be the time to be keeping our ears more to the ground for some more rumor mills at the time. So we'll have to see how that develops, I think. So uh, moving on to the next topic, which, um, of course, is, uh, you know, Dorbs' absolute favorite topic of all time. Uh, and that is uh, Final Fantasy XIV is coming to the Xbox series. Um, this was a fairly big deal. I think it is a fairly big deal for Xbox uh, owners. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, for anyone that doesn't know, is uh, the Final Fantasy MMO. Um, it is incredibly well thought of. It's incredibly well made um it had a rocky start they took all the criticism on board effectively rebranded redid the game and it is now pretty up there um i know my son plays it i'm not particularly big into mmos so this is one of those final fantasy games that i have not dived into anything that requires a monthly subscription on top of buying the game and on top of buying the console or whatever it is kind of it's a thorn in my side a little bit um but this is something that I think Xbox fans have kind of been wanting. Um, it suits the Xbox brand, I think, because Xbox is just synonymous with great online play. So to have an MMO like this on the Xbox, I think is going to be a really good move. Um, Phil Spencer and the Final Fantasy team at Square Enix did like a really big thing about it as well. There was a big announcement um, saying that they've, you know, repaired all the bridges and done all the stuff they needed to do to get the deal done. And this is the first of many games that they're going to be collaborating on, which I thought, hmm, interesting. Is this, um, is this a mend between Xbox and Final Fantasy? Because for a long time now, I think the big Final Fantasy hitting games are not on Xbox. Um, and maybe we'll start seeing them you know maybe in maybe when the new final fantasy 7 rebirth comes out maybe we'll see final fantasy 7 integrate um hit xbox it'd be interesting um you know they square enix would be silly to to not because it's more revenue um so and that's only going to mean more final fantasy games um so you know i've got I'm, I'm all on board for that um but yeah interesting interesting that final fantasy seems to have mended its bridges with xbox and it will be coming um i don't know if either of you have played final fantasy 14 no i've got a friend who plays quite a bit he speaks highly of it i've never really been an mmo guy to be honest um mm. i never got into it the only ones i've really done is uh, destiny which i think any mmo fans have said like destiny's not a true mmo although it's kind of marketed that way it's more of a shoot and loot kind of cart game uh, but i could get quite into it it's a shame it was lacking a bit in content because after a while you'd kind of done everything um and then i played a bit of elder scrolls online mm -hmm. which was a good idea i feel like it was poorly executed i feel like it didn't really work it felt like you were playing a single player campaign game but with a bunch of mates running around the map with you and it kind of <laughs> i think there's a bit where like if you had a, if you talk to a character and you went to do like a cutscene instigate a quest it didn't instigate it for everyone in your party everyone had to go and speak to their npc and 
do that part of the story to move on to the next bit. And I went on there once. I don't know how big our party was, but it was like herding cats. I was like, has everyone spoken to the old lady outside the water mill? Like, no, I haven't. I was like, why are you on a different island? Get back on this boat and go over here. And it's just, no, it just didn't work out <laughs> at all. We were just run- everyone was just running around all over the place. So I was like, this is, is not working well. Um, so, yeah, I've never really been in that into MMOs, but, um, yeah, intriguing. There's actually an MMO on um, o- Oculus, or it's on Steam VR at least. Can't it's called now. I haven't started it yet, but it's like a full MMO game in VR, which mm-hmm. I'm intrigued by. Um, so that's on my to playlist. So yeah, I mean, I'm a big Final Fantasy fan. I think I played pretty much all of them. Um, I've not played fif- is it 15? The one where this is like a bunch of guys in the car. Yeah, 15 uh, great. Yeah, so I've not played 15 yet. I need to go back and play that. And actually, that's on my library, so I have got it. I just need to decide to play that. Um, yeah, it intrigues me to try 16. And if it's on Xbox, maybe that'll make it easier for me to jump on. Yeah, I think as Max says, there, yeah. 16 turns up on Xbox next year. Um, they said that about the remake, though. They said Final Fantasy VII Remake was a timed exclusive originally, and then it became console exclusive. So but I think this bridge will you know, almost indefinitely mean that 16 will come out next year at some point on Xbox. Um, like I say, I'm enjoying the hell out of it, so... It's better that more people do. Oh dear, what's Tim seen? So I just love to George's comment. So he might make it in drive of a clip. So, <laughs> well, you know, I did I did buy it for Dorbs for Christmas that year in his secret Santa. Yeah. And of all the Final yeah, Fantasy I games, I think that is the one that, that Dorbs could He play. might actually like. Are, are the cutscenes skippable? Yes. Are the battles random or do you see things that you can find? No. You see them okay you, see you them. decide is it still want to see dorbs live flow and is it turn-based yes. combat um is it turn-based combat or is there another battle no system? it's very much like the final fantasy 7 remake battle where okay. you kind of it's, he might it's that doesn't time. that might pass the dorbs test then you never know although i think at, at oh, principle i don't think i don't think dorbs would want to like a final fantasy game yeah. Uh, so I think just based on principle, uh, the, I only played two. Oh, and they are oh, maybe you know if he's willing to give it a try. But I, I think he's uh, committed to hating the franchise. <laughs> so I don't know yeah. if he's willing to even uh, even try. But hey, I played how many FIFA games did I play because of Dorbs and the Secret Santa Present? <laughs> this like, is true. I think this there was true. like seven or eight of them. I don't know. It was I. But I played each each one of those. God, I only had one match in each one, but I still mm. played through them. And I mean, they're, they're sitting proudly in my loft at the moment. That one sounds intriguing, though. The the, the comment we just put up there from Mag, it's not necessarily Final Fantasy yeah. related, but interesting. Because Gun and... Let me show you the first one. Yeah. Where is it? What's going to be free on Game Pass? Keep but... interest. The, the Final Fantasy is going to be free. No, Gun said he would put. Um... Oh, make, Xbox, put... Um, make Call of Duty on Xbox only. Call of Duty, yeah. Yeah, it's it's go, weird, it. isn't it? That this so, this yeah. whole. So if I was Microsoft, I'd make him. I mean, let's let's run off on this tangent. Let's run off on the tangent. the The whole Xbox um, buying out Bethesda, buying out um, all these fucking huge studios, and wanting to do the Blizzard Activision deal. Um, it's you know, ultimately, it doesn't it doesn't really fucking matter. But as a as a as a console gamer, I do think it um, it gives huge unfair advantage to a particular system when they can just throw money at something and just monopolize it. When you look at Sony and Microsoft as two companies, 
yeah, I mean, they're, they're multi-billion dollar companies, multi-billion pound companies, both of them are. Um, but if I'd imagine if you look at the, the turnover of Microsoft versus the turnover of Sony, it's probably a very, very different market. Um, I, I personally... It's such a titan, is this? You've got these things where you, you do have a lot of people where their go-to games are FIFA and COD, and they might yeah. not even play anything else. Those games have not really ever been a Call of Duty fan at all. I don't think I've really... I think I've maybe played one. But I've just never been into it. It's just not my thing. But it's hugely popular. So many people play COD. And it will always it does well. So it's units. Big. But will it shift yeah. units? Get that 23 up to 40. Do you know, do you know I, think, I think it would... Um, I think it would shift some units initially, but the the longevity of it, um, you know, ultimately, I in some way, I kind of wish Microsoft would make Call of Duty Xbox exclusive because it just takes it out of the PlayStation library. Um, you know, I'm I'm not a fan of COD at all, particularly. Um, the people that are good at it, you know, and people that stream it, it's fun to watch. I really enjoy watching Gem stream it. Um, mainly because you know her commentary is hilarious and it's genuinely funny um but cod as a game for me has never been a, a big hitter for me you know modern warfare the original modern warfare so cod 4 probably the best shooter <laughs> but um the thing that, the, the the thing that's missed what well, this is giving me uh, it's the, the the thing that stinks with that deal isn't cod it's it's access to everything else that they get and the revenue that that pulls in and then that yeah. does create this um this self-generating money monopoly over other things um so i don't know i i don't mind i don't mind cod i've played it I've, I've played it i've got most of them um my son was playing like the latest one which has kind of like gone a bit like well, the one that's gone like free to play that you just in your battle arena, it's it's not too bad, but mm. it's more of a jump on, jump on with a couple of mates for a spare spare hour hour and a half. It's not something you'd learn a long a longevity game. No, um, and I've said <laughs> yeah. this. Uh, yeah, interested in completely <laughs> agree, Mag. Completely agree. <laughs> the the thing that I mean, we will move on to another topic very quickly because I can see we're edging into that fifty minute territory. Um, but a lot of these deals that, that Microsoft are doing at the moment, it really feels like they are trying to buy some exclusivity for something because they don't have, if you, if you take Halo and Forza away, yeah. you they do not have um, a massive first party game title um, that people go absolutely ballistic for. Um, and they also don't have any new big ips either they don't have new big ips whereas if you look at playstation like draws for me were like gears of war and halo yeah like the most recent Sorry, gears games the most recent halo games haven't been great but like they're also legacy like, that's legacy yeah. games whereas you look at sony we've got when horizon zero dawn hit it was like wow this is a good game this is a brand new ip it looks great it plays great stories top tier okay we've got a new franchise um, and then the same thing on PS3, we got Last of Us. All right, there's been about five iterations of Last of Us, but we got Last of Us, which is a brand new IP. Um, just looking over at my PlayStation stuff now. Again, I know it's Dorbs' favorite, but we've got Death Stranding. Death Stranding is a huge, huge 
success. You know, that's going to be a brand spanking new IP. Um, Spider-Man game, that was PS4. Yeah. That's going to be a brand new IP. So that's, and these are all new ones. That's not including, yeah. And that's not including things like legacy ones like Ratchet and Clank, um, the Gran Turismo series. You know, all these games that are synonymous with PlayStation. Xbox doesn't have that anymore. Certainly the new ones. Um, and it feels, that's what these these company buyouts to me feel it feels very much like they want exclusivity of something um and you know maybe they should maybe they should just go you know what let's just do it let's just make elder scrolls doom um everything like that let's just make it all xbox only and then you've got to make a choice yeah then you have to make a choice because ultimately bethesda is still going to get paid um but i think if Microsoft was to keep buying out studios, I think eventually you would get studios that would just kind of rebel because not everybody wants to be constrained by that Microsoft contract or that Sony contract, you know, to flip the coin. You know, some studios just want to make cool stuff and get it to everybody. But it's 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 a it's a topic that I think people will continue to talk about because it's is this whole idea of you know exclusivity and Xbox versus PlayStation when really does it matter? You know, if you really want to play Elder Scrolls that badly and it was an Xbox exclusive, you'd buy an Xbox. I know I will. It's just how it goes, you know. If I want to play Starfield, I'm gonna to need to buy an Xbox. So I'm gonna buy an Xbox at some point. Um but for the people that pick a side, I can see why it's a big a big deal and yeah, maybe an unfair one. Um, okie pokey. Let's jump on to our. Actually, I tell you what. Before Mag disappears, because he's going to disappear in a minute, because he's got a he's got his own stream uh, in just a minute. Um, tomorrow night, myself, Tim, and Blunners, we will be over on uh, Mag's Middle Age Gamer Guy uh, Twitch channel. If you um, aren't over there already, or you're living under a rock or something, like head on over to Twitch. Uh, go give Mag a follow, give him a subscribe if you want to be really generous and, and happy. Um, we will be ch joining him and his co-host on the Tuesday night gaming chat. Um, dead excited, really can't wait for that. It's really lovely to be asked on to another person's stream. Um, so yeah, we're really, really excited for this. Uh, kickoff, I believe, is nine o'clock um, and it's going to be a long one. So head on over to the uh, middle-aged gamer guy, head on over to Mag's Twitch channel Give him a cheeky follow. Give him a subscribe. Um, it's going to be good fun. It's going to be good fun. Can't wait. So, uh, yes, do head on over. Um, thank you, Magno. Thank you so much for having us. We're really looking forward to it. Um, okay. So, last topic of the evening is Pikmin. Still on the Final Fantasy topic. Pikmin 4 <laughs> outsells Final Fantasy 16 in a week. In Japan only. I'm just going to add that in Japan only. Um, and yeah. I have a couple of theories around why, but yeah. So Blunders, you've you've um, you've blasted Pikmin for. So yeah, it's like you know, like yeah, it's definitely a quirky Japanesey type of game. And I know, like, like kind of like your Splatoon vibe. Like you know, what I mean, it's that kind of. I think it's something they would love. Um, it's. It's done. What was it? It's done four four hundred. Is it you? Just under half a mil in um, in a week. Yes, under half a million. To, yeah, under half a million. So yeah, so it's it's. But obviously, I we've 
it, it, it has done really well and i hope i've got all the others and it has out before it has outsold all the other games mm. like single-handedly so um i remember just taking a punt on it back on the gamecube days and got into it and really enjoyed it so i knew it was going to be quite good but yeah so um i mainly think it's because of how many units are out out there mm-hmm. and do you know what I mean it's easy for people just to buy and it's only it's not as expensive as well it's only like a 35 i think i got mine for about 38 pound so it's not as as expensive either so hmm. and it's first, and it's a first party nintendo game so it's going to be of the standard isn't it yeah yeah it's got that nintendo standard um for for anyone that hasn't or isn't sort of in tune with final fantasy 16 if this final fantasy game is the first time i believe it has been designed with a western audio and then they've dubbed the japanese audio over the top normally it's the other way around normally they record it with a western audio and they animate it for the uh sorry animate it with the japanese audio and record it with the japanese audio but this time they've gone all in on the western um the western market um and it kind of tells when you see the characters speak, um, especially some of the actors. I'm going to look up the actor now because his name evades me. Um, he was in the office. Um, oh, for God's sake, it's just giving me his. Okay, Ralph, uh, Ralph in it ins. I N E S O N. Um, he played Finchie in the office. Um, and his voice is so good in this game. It's so, so good. He's got a great voice anyway. Um, but yeah, it really feels like it's geared towards the West. Um, you can, you can still play it obviously with Japanese audio. Um, and then you can, um, add the English subtitles. Um, but yeah, there's just it, it's a very Western game. It feels it when you play it, um, and maybe that's reflected now in the in the sales market. This blunt is chuckling away there. Um, so dwarves put that's why. That's a wild west. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, it's um, it's interesting. It's interesting because Final Fantasy is a, is a big behemoth. Um, and in one week in Japan, Pikmin 4 has outsold it. Um, I'd be interested to see maybe in the next time we do mod cons in four weeks, we'll maybe have a look at what Pikmin 4 has done in total versus what in its time. And then we'll look at how many sales Final Fantasy had made at that point and see what's what. Um, <laughs> no problem, Skull. Too lovely to see you, my friend. Um, yeah, and we'll see what... Um, see what the difference is um because yeah a lot of these games are doing well in um in japan so hmm, interesting and i do really want to pick up pikmin 4 because it's been a long time since i've played pikmin um it'd be really good fun to get back into that (laughs) oh he's got his finchy quotes in there (laughs) yeah that british office man that's that's something special absolutely something special um so there we have it i believe that is everything we wanted to get covered this evening um 
if anybody had anything else random they wanted to ask in the chat or contribute to, um, please feel free to throw it in now before we get to our uh, summing up and closing down of where we're at. Um, but yeah, it's there's been a lot. There's always a lot of gaming news, and it's hard to try and pick and choose what's what's kind of worth um, what's kind of worth bringing out to to talk about. But there's always something going on. Um, I think maybe the last things that we'll cover will be this month's PS Plus games. So August's PS Plus games in the Essentials Collection, which uh, is your standard five ninety nine or six ninety nine, whatever it is, a month if you want to pay that, or the yearly fee, um, is the PGA Two K Twenty Three. So the new Tiger Woods game. Uh, Dreams will be a PS Four game, and then we've got something called Death's Door, which looks to be a uh indie title it says experience a somber yet darkly comedic tale utilizing melee weapons arrows and magic um to overcome a fantastic array of beasts and demigods so that could be kind of cool i do like a little indie title um the tiger woods game i'm sure will speak to to a lot of people doesn't speak to me um dreams i never got into dreams i don't know if anybody else has played it but it definitely wasn't something that spoke to me at the time. But because it's free, I might give it a go now. And it's VR as well, so I'm always ah. intrigued by VR titles. So I'll definitely give it a shout. Actually, I'm, I'm not a huge like sports games fan, but uh, golf games are normally pretty good. I do, I do like Tiger Woods. No, Tiger Woods and actually, that's the newest as well. And actually, the cost. I saw the price. Like, if, if you want to, pay, if you want to justify the cost of PlayStation Plus, that one game alone is worth more than a year's subscription of Plus mm. just for Tiger Woods. So it's a no-brainer for me. Always going to keep, mm. keep that going. But no, the last thing is, though, the only thing with Tiger Woods is I really, really enjoyed Tiger Woods on the Wii because you would swing the golf club with the Wii wand. Mm-hmm. And that was just, that's the best way to play a golf game. But going back to using a jo- joypad and analog stick is, don't know if I'll enjoy it as much. Yeah. Uh, well, yes, I will take you up on that, Rigo, some VR mini golf. Sounds excellent. Yeah, you've got a golf's a motion game. You can't sit on your sofa and play golf with a controller. <laughs> well, <laughs> maybe maybe the three of us need to get uh, download Tiger Woods or whatever the thing is, uh, 2K23, and um, see if we can do. Can you do multiplayer on it? That could be. You must be. I mean, I've not played a Tiger Woods game in years. I think to play a lot. I guess it was like Tiger Woods 2007, something like that. Um, and I played it loads. Uh, the good thing about that is back when it was all online, you could connect. Like if there was an actually a golf game or tournament going on in real time, you could play alongside the professionals and it would have their scores that mm. they were actually achieving in the event. And you could also set the weather conditions of the courses you played to the weather channel. So if you played at like Pebble Beach, it would do the weather and wind and rain stuff settings to whatever the weather was actually like in that real world location. And mm-hmm. this is back on like the Wii. I was like, that's really clever intuitive thing yeah. to do so to jump back in at go from 2007 to 23 i'm sure they've got some really cool features so i'm interested to see what they're doing with it now because I've, yeah. I've not jumped into back into tug with for years excellent maybe we, we should, should all play it and then we should all you should all say next next time what we yeah, i agree he wins around let's do yeah. a few rounds of golf and see who wins i, no, I could just, be into that we'll talk about it yeah. yeah no it sounds good to me and then just because it's still there, Games with Gold, uh, your two free games <laughs> on that are Blue Fire, uh, which again is an indie title, 
Um, evil forces have taken over the world of Penumbra, and they need a warrior of light and darkness. Could be cool. No idea. Probably won't play it. And uh, the other one was Initial Drift. Now, I initially thought, is this an Initial D game? Initial D, um, for all you anime lovers out there, will know exactly what that is, but that is um, a anime where kids just drift cars. It's fucking cool. Um, it's not an Initial D game, so missed opportunity. Um, but it is basically just a drifting game. Drift through 90s retro future in this arcade racing game that leverages a unique handling mode and twin stick drift mechanic. Um, I'm presuming that's going to be like a twin stick shooter, but you're drifting cars with it. Sounds complicated. But could be worth a go. Could be worth a go. Um, but in terms of your value, they still like to try and sell that on the uh, Xbox homepage of £39 worth of games. Um, wow. No, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> Probably not. Maybe if you bought it just directly from Xbox Arcade, maybe, because everything on there is expensive. But... I, I, I said this before, I do remember the days when actually Xbox Games and Gold was decent. Um, but now you compare them each time we cover it, it's like they've just given us Tiger Woods 2023 for free, mm. as opposed to like in the entire race games. Like, it's if you're going to pick one or the other, PlayStation seems to beat every every month, I think. I can't remember in fact in the history of ModCons, have we ever gone, Oh, the Xbox One sound better this month? No, I don't think we ever have. So, no, we have not. I think Xbox is uh, Games of Gold is on the way out now, isn't it? They're going to try and do like, a lower tier game pass instead, which I think is a good move. I think it's a very good move. Gold. It is the Games the... of Gold needs to die. I <laughs> couldn't agree more. And, and one day, <laughs> in fact, I'll tell you what, just before we go, let's um, let's get this. Let's see, <laughs> we have no power yeah. in the world whatsoever because uh, we are simply us with no real clout where's it gone where's it gone where's it gone this no not that one about this one hashtag games of gold okay so let's see if we can get this moving uh bam <laughs> ready games with gold needs to die, needs to die. <laughs> there we go <laughs> so there we go like, like like you say tim fixate on game pass it's an absolute bargain it, it need it works well games with gold needs to die um but they've got to justify they've got to justify something haven't they because they charge you that little kid at least 6.99 a month 6.99 a month or yeah. 7.99 a month or 40 quid a year whatever the fuck it is now um so they've got to give you something for that because you know PlayStation do and they've been doing that ever since they rebranded PS Live so you know they need to give you something but yeah games with gold it needs to die i completely agree yeah hashtag <laughs> let's get that running um I think that's a uh, I think that's a splendid one to uh, to leave it on, chaps. So uh, games with gold needs to die. Um, mm-hmm. thank, <laughs> right. thank you, ev- thank you, everyone in the chat for joining in. It's always wonderful to see your beautiful, lovely faces on this wonderful Monday evening. Um, we will be back in four weeks' time. Uh, so uh, yes, everyone, uh, if you're watching this. Uh, on a watchback um please subscribe if you haven't already um helps us out a ton please give the video a little cheeky thumbs up then we know you've been here as well uh, and that also helps us out funnily enough um 
we will be live again uh, very, very soon. I believe, is it next Monday? We will have uh, the Total Evercade podcast. Um, and we do have uh, some old school RGR live interviews incoming. We have got a plethora of cool people coming, as I mentioned earlier. Um, the one uh, that we're going to be having probably next will be uh, Tess from uh, Tess Logically Blonde well, Gaming. Ooh, we do right. have um, Alex Hamilton from uh, Name King Games next week. We do. We do. So come and tune in for that if you want to talk to an indie dev who has made a Game Boy game. I think I posted in the group this weekend, I think from yesterday, mm -hmm. you can get you can get a download copy of the train for a pound. I mean so that's a bargain, get, right? It's a bargain. So yeah, if you want to get a download copy of the game, it's a pound, and then you can join us in the chat and chat to the creator next week. Splendid. Yeah. So next Jump week is it, that download the game, play it a bit, and then bring you questions with you. And then maybe the week after, I believe, we'll be having Tess. Hopefully, I know Gold Tooth's not in the chat anymore, but hopefully Gold Tooth is going to come on that chat with us as well because that's going to be good fun. Um, and we have some others looming in the background that we are working on. So watch this space. Lots of good stuff coming. Um, thank you all again for watching uh, along with us live. Um, and we will see you very, very soon. So good evening. <laughs>